0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning and uh, very, very happy to have with me Officer Josh Logan. Um. <laughs> Haha. What's your name again? <laughs> Josh Logan. Long. 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 See, I did that. That was the last time you were here. I did yeah, that. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> and Danielle was over there writing a note going, come on, Linda, wake up. Right. I don't know why I've got that block. i got to. Okay. Long.
0: <laughs>
1: Long. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Okay, now that we got that out of the way with. <laughs> anyway, uh, Josh is here because um, he's going to be heading up the Citizens Police Academy next year. And so we're going to talk about that today. He's going to be back later in January, and we'll, we'll talk about it again. But we're going to kind of give you an idea of what the Academy actually is and why it's so cool to sign up for it. And it really is. Um, man, if you have any interest in um, policing, law enforcement, uh, how our Danville Police Department operates, you need to do this because you're going to learn a ton of stuff. So first of all, You are a school resource officer
0: at Northridge. Yes, ma'am.
1: Tell us about that. How's life at Northridge?
0: Oh, busy. Busy.
1: Well, I mean, uh, seriously, you know, I mean, uh, we worry about our kids and our kids are our future. And so for you, every day you deal with the kids and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. We worry about this whole social media impact on them. What are you seeing?
0: Yeah. Social media is a killer, man. It really is. And that's where a lot of our problems... Um, I don't want to say continue, but that's how they 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 stay stirred up. You know, a lot of times the staff or myself may have a problem or a situation diffused or taken care of, and, and and the kids have agreed to to go on about their business. And 30 minutes later, they're back at it again because somebody has stirred stirred it up again on social media, on on a Facebook post or TikTok or or. or a Snapchat or, or something like that.
1: Is it fair to say that it used to be, so kids are kids are kids. I mean, that's uh, that's a given. And they're always going to get into some kind of whatever. Sure. Uh, and they're going to be mad because so-and-so's dating so-and-so and, you know, somebody broke up with me and I'm mad. You know, that stuff happens all the time and things are said. Mm-hmm. But they're said. Uh, it used to be they were said and then that's it. It kind of went on and maybe it'd fester and it'd come back up you know, here and there, but it seems like today now, everything is fought out. All the battles are fought on social media. So, somebody says something, and immediately everybody in the school knows about it. Right. And now everybody's mad.
0: Yes. And then, yeah.
1: and then people say more things, and they get more mad. Yes. And it just turns into this giant thing. How do you guys deal with that? How is it, that?
0: You know, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't give you an answer. It's, it's something it's that. You know, Miss Brooks, the principal up there, and Mrs. Fluno, and and Miss Davis, the assistant principals. I mean, they, we try to, to diffuse the situation before it gets out of control like that. Miss Brooks does an amazing job w- with the students in an open-door policy as far as if there's an issue or you need to come talk, find me. You know, my door's always open. Right. You know, I'll, I'll, as long as there's nothing, a major important meeting that I'm in. I'll pretty much stop what I'm doing, and, and we'll take care of the issue. And for the most part, it works. But I always go back again. They may walk out of her office feeling that everything's good. 30 minutes later, there's eight, there goes more, another post there, there's eight more Facebook posts yep. or Snapchats or whatever you want to wh- – whatever social media site is hot that day, um, and we're back to square one again.
1: And this is not just – I mean, well, I'm, uh, you're at Northridge, so mm-hmm. that's who we're talking about. But this is every school in the United States right now. Oh, yeah. It's, sure. it, I, I am horrified at how at this level of violence and anger that's there, that gets reflected in social media and then plays out in the halls of a sure. school, sure. or out in the yard or whatever. And I guess my, I guess one of the things we're we're most concerned about is their uh their access to 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 weapons.
0: Oh yeah, which there, has
1: become I think. If I'm correct. A much more difficult situation for you all than we ever that we faced five years ago or even three
0: years ago. It's sure. just
1: it's getting worse.
0: It is. It is. It's it's a lot worse. And and like you said, the access for for the younger, I say younger generation, younger kids to the access for them to, to the accessibility for them for weapons is easy. Yeah, I, I guess is the word to use. You know, I I, I I wish there was a way that we could figure out how to stop the easy accessibility for them but
1: well and we're kind of i think the scariest part of all of it is that we're creating this environment of violence Mm -hmm. and anger Mm -hmm. and we can't seem to get it under control and i know chief struggles with it i know you all struggle with it um it's how do you change that because that's kind of a community thing sure Again, not just this community. Every community in the country is dealing with this issue. We have become a society of violence.
0: We we have, and like you said, you 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 just said it. It's not a Danville problem. It's not a Vermillion County problem. It's a nationwide problem. And, and the violence among youth is. I I mean I've been around for some years, but I I mean I don't know that I've talked to some older. People and I don't know that we've ever seen anything with the younger generation like this, and and it also goes to what goes on in their home life too. Like yeah. we need to.
1: I that's what I'm that's what I was going to say. It's not it's not like this is all on Miss Brooks right. and the administration at Northridge or any other school, and on you as mm-hmm. a as a resource officer. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. This is a community issue. Sure, and sure. I think um, I guess. <laughs> You know, as, as my husband, as Mr. Bolton always says, it doesn't affect me until it affects me. <laughs> so if I'm just living my life and right. I don't have anybody in the schools or I'm not, you know, I'm not directly affected by the violence right. thing, then I don't think it's a big deal. Or I think it's somebody else's problem. Sure. And it's not. It's right. a community problem. That's one of the reasons I'm so excited about uh, how proactive the department is becoming on some of these issues, particularly domestic violence. Yes, with which the chief is working on a task force and we're going to have him on after the first of the year and have a conversation about this because that continues to be has always been as long sure. as i've as long as i've worked with you guys you know 30 40 years mm-hmm. the worst call you can have is domestic violence sure. and that hasn't changed nope. it's just it's there but worse because there's more
0: guns yes yes and i don't and it'll it my opinion domestic violence will never go away no i don't think you know, so. Uh, and the chief like you said has a, has a vision and with this task force he's wanting to put together h- and to try to slow down yeah i don't know if that's the yeah. word we want to use well it but, is because that's um, it,
1: you know it's like i think all of us realize we may not be able to fix it but if we sure. can if we can back it down a little bit right, right. the fact that we can't have a relationship without beatings and guns and violence and anger and all those things that ends up with you guys actually putting yourselves at risk every time you show up at one of those scenes because you don't know what's going right. to happen.
0: Right. And That's and the reality
1: of what happened in Champagne with Oppenheimer. Yes, yes. That was a domestic violence issue. That is the yes. worst call you can go on. It
0: is. It is. It's the worst call and the scariest call because you never know what's going to happen. No. And that's any call. I mean, you really don't know well, what's going to happen on true. any call. But, you know, you may get the the wife that calls in on the husband.
1: It's the emotion level, yes. though. Yes. That's, that's what um, changes those mm-hmm. calls and makes it yeah. so scary.
0: Yeah. Emotions get involved and, and uh, you know, the wife calls because maybe the husband battered her or vice versa. And... and we had to come and make a decision and unfortunately if somebody has to leave with us then whoever called may decide that's not what they really wanted oh yeah and
1: and then yeah
0: it escalates from there Uh,
1: there's just so many layers to that so having been all depressing here (laughs) kick off the show um i would ask you uh if overall you still have hope for our future generations because you know you we talk about the kids that you deal with with the violence Mm -hmm. and the and the concerns but there's some good kids out there
0: there is there's a ton of good kids out there um and we just try to reach the ones that need just a little bit more help right yeah um but there's a ton of good kids i think our our future is bright with the generations coming up um i see it every day at northridge you know i see the good and the bad and, and i try to focus a little bit more yeah, I, I give praise to the good and try to work a little bit harder with some of the the bad situations and and try to help them see the light and and kind of lay it out for them on what their future could hold if they continue down that path. And
1: and lots of times it's you're you're in the same position as the the, the three kings of peace. It's sure. trying to reach out to those kids who don't realize they've got potential. They can yeah. go somewhere. Yeah. They got to get their head on you know screwed on right. Then mm-hmm. that's why y'all play such a big a big part of changing lives quite frankly okay now that we've had that whole thing (laughs) we're going to go to break when we come back we're going to talk about citizens police academy which is way cool and you need to sign up for it we'll do that in just a second on newsmakers 1490 wdan
0: 1490 wdan
1: Welcome back to Newsmakers. Fourteen ninety W D A N. Linda Bolton in the studio this morning with Danville Police Officer Josh Long. We are talking. Uh, well, we've been talking about he's a, a school resource officer uh, at Northridge, so we we kind of covered that in the first in the first segment. But now, what he's really here for is to talk about the Citizens Police Academy. So give us the basic. If somebody doesn't know what the Citizens Police Academy is, tell us what what it is and what they might
0: experience sure so our citizens police academy is an eight-week academy class we're going to hold it on wednesday nights this year starting january 19th Um, and we'll conclude i think it's march 2nd or march 9th i'm i can't remember how my eight weeks work out in there Um, so we we got eight eight weeks Um, i got roughly 16 different um, speakers coming in and and we're going to talk about the kind of the meat and potatoes of our department.
1: What I have found with the academy is that for anybody, like I said, anybody that has any interest in policing, uh, maybe who mostly knows what they learn from sitting on the couch watching <laughs> TV, which is how most of us get our knowledge. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Reality. Um, this is a just a an amazing opportunity to first of all meet officers from both city and county Mm -hmm. but second of all find out what they really what you all really do sure because we have these preconceptions of what we think josh long does every day when he gets up and puts (laughs) on his uniform (laughs) and his badge and his gun um talk about some of the topics that you're going to cover
0: sure so like i said we got about 16 different guys coming in and girls excuse me um i reached out to the sheriff, Sheriff Hartshorn. He's going to come in and speak one night. Um, COVID permitting, we'll see where we're at with COVID. Maybe take a tour of the jail, he said. Um, we'll get to go downstairs and see our process as a booking an amazing, process. That is amazing.
1: There's a couple of things in the academy that, that you really, really, aside from, uh, you know, uh, like, you know, having Pat come and explain what it's like on the mm-hmm. sheriff's side. Uh, which is, is so important because you guys, you're, you're all law enforcement, but you do do different things sure. and in different ways because sure. you have to. Sure. Pat's department is covering, you know, 890 square miles. Yes. You're covering the city of Danville. Right. Uh, and how you go about that and how you, you know, the coverage and all that. Um, so that's valuable
0: yes so I have the sheriff is is going to come in and speak I reached out this year we're gonna do something new I've reached out to uh, mr. Ricky Williams out of DAC yes the law enforcement criminal senior. justice yes, yes Ricky senior um, we have he has a new um, program it's called the Milo program yes, I believe it does. is. and it's a simulator um, that is where you can interact and kind of make judgments on what you know, how to handle different types of situations. I'm going to go out there and make
1: him, let me, let me do that because I think that's fascinating. But that really is, that's that when we, when we sit around as citizens uh, and second guess you, yes, which we do frequently um, because we really don't know anything except what we saw on TV. um, That actually allows you the chance to understand those are split second decisions that you make. You always hope they're right. Sometimes they're not. No. Given the situation and 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 you have to have an appreciation for that.
0: Sure. Sure. Absolutely. So so yeah, we're that, that this will be the first time that we're we're going to have the opportunity and and he's in let some of the public come in and wow, and, that's great! And, and run through there. Hopefully, the dog will be there. Right? Yes, yes. Uh, I got to get with Officer Ranenbarger and see if we can get to, uh, get him to come in, which he always does, and and bring his dog in with him. And we do the K nine demonstration. Um, Lieutenant Miller's going to come in and, and speak about our um, our ERU SWAT team. Yes, and and all the cool tools they get to so, use. I was going to say, and those
1: I, you can go down the list. You know exactly what it, I, that's what I was saying when, yeah. when, we, when we were talking earlier. It's like so. It's the dog and it's the SWAT team. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, You know, that, that everybody is yep. interested in. But really all of it is. And probably, I think, one of the most valuable experiences that anybody can have in doing the police academy is the ride-along.
0: Sure, sure. So part of the class is every every student or attendee has the opportunity to do a four-hour or eight-hour ride-along um of their choice. If they want to do four hours, and that's all they want to do, that's fine. If they want to do, I know in the past Danielle ran it. Um, she said someone wanted to ride eight hours. We get it cleared through the chief and the chain of command, and and they ride. They 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 can ride a whole eight hour shift with one of our guys. Um, I think it's good that they get to see. They get to ride in that front seat of that, that squad car with us. The comments us and, are always
1: fascinating.
0: Yeah, yeah. The comments are, are, last year I helped Danielle a little bit, and to hear some of the, the attendees come back after they've done their ride along the previous week and to hear what they say and, and kind of see the looks on their face as they're telling a story about what may have happened or, or a situation that they were involved in is, is always good.
1: Well, yeah. I think the thing is, you know, as citizens, we, we want you to protect us. Um, but we don't always understand how you go about that—that that, yeah. that protection, and there are there's there's a whole list of things of, that happen that go on there, that we just don't understand. And just, so to actually see you guys, uh, and I think personally, I think sitting in a squad car with an officer, is just about the most um, revelatory thing you can do, mm-hmm. because you can talk to that officer and say, so what's this like? Mm-hmm. So does this get boring? Right. So you know, when do you get all this paperwork done? All there, there's all these things that right. all of a sudden you've never thought about. Right. And you're like, wow, I need to know this, and you've got the, you've got that person sitting right there, and you can ask them. Yeah. That's a huge opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it,
0: it basically a firsthand view of what goes on. I mean, you, you, if you write an eight hour shift, you see what we do from. You know, if you're riding second shift, you see what we do from from two forty to eleven o'clock at night. You yeah. know, and there may be times where that officer is so busy that he doesn't even have a chance to do any reports until after eleven o'clock. You know, and, and then he's there for another two or three hours writing reports. Now that that person gets to go home, they don't have to stay and do the reports. With no, them, but <laughs> but they get to go home, right? But they, but, under, but but they, they get they, they yeah. get that they get, they get that view of what of what's go, really going on.
1: So uh, what does somebody do if they're interested in being part of the academy?
0: Sure. So our application is on the Danville Police Facebook page, the City of Danville um, page as well. You can email me at jlong at danvillepd.com, and I will – or org. <laughs> I think it's and org. Org. I think it is. I think it's a, org. And I will <laughs> – I can, sure. I can uh, email you a copy of the application, fill it out, email it back, or you can just call down to the department at 217-431-2250. Leave me a message and I'll get in touch with you about getting an application.
1: Absolutely. We're going to go to break, come back and talk more. Um, but it is important that you, you understand when you make this, and we'll talk about that a little bit, when you make this commitment to this eight weeks, you really need to be at all of them if you can because you learn something from every night. I don't know anybody that's been through that. Academy that hasn't learned something every single time they came together. We'll do that in just a moment on Newsmakers 1490 WDAN.
0: 1490
1: WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton in the studio and very happy to have with me this morning Danville. Police officer Josh Long, uh, who is a school resource officer at Northridge. Um, so he's out there with the kids every day. Uh, but in addition, he's taking on the Citizens Police Academy. Danielle had it last year, or whenever we did it the last time. I think time. it was two years. I don't think she years, ran it last think. year with the, with the covid Yeah, yeah, two years. So two yeah, years ago, two I years. Think she um, But anyway, so Josh is going to run that. <clears throat> it starts January 19th. 19th. Okay. Uh, Eight-week course. Um Gosh, I, I just don't even have enough words to explain to you what an a, amazing opportunity it is. Um, you know, I've been around for a 100 years, swear to God. Um, <laughs> things that I remember, um, I remember doing the uh, leadership class many years ago when we did a tour of, uh, Pat had mm-hmm. arranged a tour of the sure. PSB, which was sort of like I had a second home to me. I was I was always <laughs> hanging out there, but I'd never been to the jail side. Right. I got to tell you, I was just talking to Wilbur about that the other day. You have no idea what that feels like. No. For somebody to march you into a cell, and lock it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, Even
1: though I knew I was getting out, well, probably getting out if I didn't honk <laughs> off Harts Horn, but um, I knew I was going to get out. But the sound of that, yeah, I have never forgotten that, mm-hmm. and it's something everybody ought to hear. Yeah. It's a, you know, you're you're losing all your rights, and all your control of your
0: life. Sure, that metal door slamming is not a good sound.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. And just seeing how the, the PSB is, I have no idea what it's like now. It's mm-hmm. been a long time since I was in there. But you got the county side, you got the city side, and you all managed to work together um, sure. amazingly well. Uh, but it's great to see that and to understand how it all yeah. functions. Yeah. And then you're going to have somebody from 911 too, yeah, right? Yeah, so
0: I have one of the, um, I believe she is the assistant director now um, from 911 is going to come up and talk. One evening about um, how the whole process of 911 works, and and they've now rolled out. And I don't know how long ago this happened, but texting 911 for an emergency um, has now been rolled out. I know that there's been some text sent to 911 here in the past few weeks, as far as you know, instead of calling if somebody's afraid to call 911 or. Or or whatever, they can text nine one one and tell them they have an emergency, where it at, you know, and go through the whole thing. And an operator down there will just type right back, and and it goes back, comes back as a text.
1: Right, and it'd be interesting to have somebody from nine one one. Now that we have two series on TV (laughs) about (laughs) nine one one, which are so far afield, sometimes I'm kind of sitting there looking at the TV, going, "Really? Okay." Yeah. But uh, so that'll be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what? Just uh, general.
0: Yeah, so I have uh, um, our state's attorney, Jacqueline Lacey, is going to come in and talk one night um, about her her department and, and what goes on over there and how the process works. Um, I'm going to reach out to um, one of our drug narcotics guys to come in yeah. and talk. Um, another officer I'm going to have come in and talk about some just our crime in general um, in the city and also the county, Yeah, you know, um because this is open to vermilion county residents not just yeah yeah that's danville. important everybody understand that yeah, this it's, is it's open for yeah, anybody in County. it's run county. through
1: the danville police department yes. but it's really open yes. to anybody in in the county and again i encourage it um for anybody that has questions because there isn't any better better way to learn no. than hands-on and other than going to work with you yeah. uh, uh this is my chance to see what this is really like because again Usually when we encounter you, it is probably at the worst moment of our lives. Sure. Um, if it's not, if it's just because you're doing a shop for kids or right. something like that, that's right. great, you know. Right. But for the most part, when we encounter you, it's something traumatic is happening. And so we're looking at you to protect us and, sure. and help us and save us and all that kind of stuff. So to get a feel for what the day-to-day activity is like um, is a pretty unique opportunity that really broadens the citizens' awareness of what goes on in the department. Because yeah. when, like I said, due respect, but when we're all sitting around second guessing what you do and how you do it, my suggestion is you find out what this is really about before you start saying that. Right. And I've always said that I'm a big fan of policing better, mm-hmm. finding newer and better ways, which I think Chief works at yes. and his whole staff. Yes. Works that every day. I think that's great. But be careful when you're doing that, Mm -hmm. that you're not putting officers into a situation where making a decision can be life-threatening. And a lot of your decisions are in reality.
0: They are. You're right. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So again, if if I'm interested and I want to uh, sign up, for the 8 week course will be Wednesday nights.
0: Yep, Wednesday at starting PSB, That's a public safety building starting January 19th.
1: That, again. It's worth uh, the price of admission just to to get inside the PSB and find out what that's <laughs> right. like.
0: Right. And and I do know some people have asked does it cost completely free. Completely free. I I have had a couple people ask if it, it what what does it cost to come in? There's there's no fee yeah. to the class. It's free.
1: <laughs> so there's no reason not to do it. No. It'll be the best 8 Wednesday nights. ...of your life, I think, plus that ride-along. You're yes, really going to have yes. an experience. Yep. Um, so, again, if, if I'm interested in signing up, what do I need to do?
0: Um, our city, City of Danville's uh, page, Facebook page, Danville City Police Department's Facebook page has applications on there. You can email me at jlong at org, or you can call down to the Public Safety Building, Danville Police Department at 217 431 Two two five zero. Leave me a message, and I'll get one out to you.
1: Yeah, and again, uh, such a great opportunity for people to find out. It is. What law enforcement? Because law enforcement is ever evolving. It really is. People don't realize that. Is that? But it is. Changing. It's. It changes every day for every day. you. Every day. Yeah. And the challenges, unfortunately, are growing. So yes, we're pretty proud of the of the men and women that we have hired recently. We've had some great folks come in and. It's been a joy to to see them through the process. Yes. And now they're going to be joining the department, so we're kind of excited about that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Stay safe out there. We'll be back talking to you in January before you get started, okay? Sounds good. Thank you. Uh, Join me tomorrow. We're going to talk to uh, Jennifer Hess and Jessica Augustin about the big LeVar Burton event uh, through the Danville Public Library. So join us tomorrow for Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton.
0: Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN Danville, W284DD Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.